Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 1518. First, do what is necessary, then what is possible, and soon you'll be doing the impossible. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, inspiring automotive enthusiasts, and welcome to Cars Yeah. I'm revved up and very excited today to share with you a very special person, Mary Kay Cetriano. She's calling in from Terrytown, New York. Mary Kay is the executive director of the Malcolm Prey Achievement Center, a role she has enjoyed since 2014. The Prey Family Foundation, which is a 501c3 nonprofit, continues the work of Malcolm Prey through the Malcolm Prey Achievement Center. Malcolm Prey's passion for automobiles and his journey as an entrepreneur continues to inspire young people, families, and youth groups through innovative programs. She holds a Bachelor of Arts degree in International Studies, cum laude, and University Honors with Distinction from the School of International Service, American University, Washington, D.C., a Certificate of Graduate Studies from the University of Florence, Italy, a Master's in Teaching, Fordham University, and an Associates of Applied Science in Nursing. Uh, Mary Kay is not much of a high achiever, but we're going to see what she has to offer today. Holy cow. We'll be back in just a minute to talk with Mary Kay, but first, a few words from our valued sponsors that make Cars Yeah possible. Hey, Cars Yeah, I'm a huge fan of Covercraft. I've protected my vehicles with their products for decades. Want to keep your vehicle's interior looking new? It's easy with Covercraft seat covers. They'll protect your seats from the daily abuse of pets, children, weekend adventures, and even those everyday spills. It's a fast, easy, and inexpensive way to keep your vehicle looking new. All Covercraft seat covers are easy-on, easy-off design that are machine washable. You can choose from many fabric options, colors, and accessories, all designed and carefully sewn for your special vehicles. Their seat gloves are semi-custom fit for cars and trucks, and their seat savers, a favorite of mine, are custom-tailored to fit your seats like a glove. Work truck seat covers are tough, durable, denim-weight fabric. It's like putting a pair of rugged jeans on your truck's seats. Want to stay warm? Covercraft also offers seat heaters. Covercraft is the right choice. Learn more today at Covercraft.com and tell them Mark at Cars yeah sent you. That's Covercraft.com. Are you a Cars yeah subscriber? If you're not, go to CarsYeah.com, click on the free book button, and I'll send you my free filler-up book. It's a very cool book I created of fuel filler fun, some very cool imagery, and great quotes from past guests here on Cars Yeah. Plus, you'll get my weekly email follow-up and my weekly blog. Just go to CarsYeah.com, click on the free book button, and I'll send it to you right away. Thanks for subscribing. All right, we are back, Mary Kay, and welcome to Cars Yeah. Are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? Let's go, Mark. Yeah, absolutely. So before I jump into things here, and you know, I'll tell our listeners, a lot of my guests that call in, I've never talked to before they call in. I had a wonderful discussion the other day with Mary Kay. I think we talked for about an hour and I learned a lot about her, but I would love for you to share our listeners with our listeners, maybe one little thing that most people don't know about you. Uh, well, thank you, Mark, for having me on your show. And when I first meet people with a nice smile and a good handshake, 
Uh, a lot of people are surprised to know that I'm a 20-year U.S. Army service member, and I spent most of that in special operations. Oh, my gosh. You know, that's very cool. I didn't know that either. Well, first and foremost, thank you very much for your service to this great country. That is fascinating. Is that how you came to travel around the world so much? Well, I, I did travel around the world a lot as a student. And then with the United States Army, I was deployed and I spent a number of years in the Middle East. Wow. Fascinating. Very cool. Well, the things you learn about the inspiring automotive enthusiasts here on Cars, yeah. Well, let's start with a success quote or a mantra. This is some kind of saying that's been instrumental in forming your life and your success. It's a nice way to get the inspirational tires turning here on Cars, yeah. So, Mary Kay, grab the wheel. Okay. It's very simple, Mark. And my quote is, first do what is necessary, then what is possible, and soon you'll be doing the impossible. You know, I love this. How have you incorporated that concept into what you do there at the center because the inspiration and opportunities you guys provide there are fascinating. I'd love to see how that incorporates into your day-to-day. Well, it's actually, Mark, um, kind of the the path on how I met Malcolm Prey. I came back from Operation Iraqi Freedom where I was coordinating humanitarian assistance and a little boy, about seven or eight years old, needed life-saving heart surgery. And I'm a school teacher from the Bronx, so what's necessary? start talking about it. So we got him heart surgery. And uh, while I was in the ICU, I was looking at this magazine of Greenwich, Connecticut that my sister had brought there. And there was an article on Malcolm Prey. And he had cars. And this little boy loves cars. And just like little girls love cars, too. So what's necessary? I'd like him to go visit. Pick up the phone. Find this guy. What's possible? Hey, he's free. And then the next thing, here I am later, years later, after a great relationship with him, really embracing his mission, here I am, the executive director. That would be impossible for me to even conceive of that years and years ago. You know, it's a fascinating trail. And when I talk to people on this show about how they ended up where they are, I'm often in awe about the path. It's never a straight line. It's like an airplane flying from city to city. They're never going in a straight line. There's all these adjustments happening all the time as the wind blows and things throw them off course so they have to go up over a mountain or down or whatever it might be. That's absolutely fascinating. Well, let's talk about the Malcolm Prey Achievement Center. And I know you have so much to share about what you do there. So what has you excited and fired up about the Malcolm Prey Achievement Center this year? Okay, well, our typical visit, uh, Mark, is kind of a threefold mission. First, you're greeted at the door with a hearty handshake because Mr. Prey was a car salesman. He owned many dealerships, mostly uh, Volkswagen, Audi, and Porsche, very successful in that field. So the man made his living establishing rapport with that initial handshake. The handshake's very important to us. So that's how you're greeted. And, and your mission really is to enjoy, you know, being there and to learn to learn a little bit about Malcolm Prey, who he was, and what contributed to his success. A little bit about cars. We have two garages uh, of his collection, which is extraordinary. And lastly, Malcolm Prey did not want visitors to say, at the end of the day, lucky him. They, he wanted them to say, hey, if he can do it, I can do it. <laughs> so he looked at his life and he said, you know what? These are the 12 things that contributed to me being a successful person. So I'll get together with teachers and youth group counselors and say, let's build a quick 
15 minute activity about these 12 bits of advice, which ironically we have printed on a plastic license plate. So they actually leave with his wisdom in hand. You know, this is a wonderful thing, paying it forward. And when you think about car collectors and successful business people, so many of them, and it's so wonderful, they share what they have with others. They open up their garages. They take their vehicles to Encore events. But Malcolm Prey took this to a whole nother level. And obviously his passion for helping and driving children grow and explore and realize their possibilities is a key factor to what you do there, right? It is. And and it, there's something for everyone, Mark. So for example, we have programs such as our basic visit and, and we can tailor it with teachers and youth groups. But I'd also like to share with you that every six to eight weeks, we have visitors from a Veterans Administration Hospital who are, who are in a PTSD clinic. And they're, um, they have a weekly excursion and we're one of them. And Mark, it's just an amazing thing. We've just had men so far to see about 25 men come through the door, each kind of grappling with something and from all different decades. But when you pop a hood of, of a, you know, Ford Mustang, suddenly the conversation starts flowing and, and age and conflict doesn't matter. And they have something else to talk about. It's really powerful, and it was actually one of the last things Malcolm Prey wanted to bring to fruition at the Malcolm Prey Achievement Center. So it's an honor to really have them come through the door in so many ways. You know, once again, and I've realized this after talking with now 1,518 people here on Cars, yeah, the cars are really just a bit of a catalyst to bringing people together. And I hear this over and over again when you go to car shows, car events, cars and coffees, drives, tours, rallies, whatever it might be. The real joy is the way it brings people together. And it really is a a unique thing, I think, because it brings people from all different walks of life, life, socioeconomic, all the politics go out the window, gender, everything is just dissolved. And it's it's a camaraderie of passion. But I think that's fascinating. And do you think the, the reason it's helping uh, veterans with PTSD is because they have something else to focus on that is a bit of a passion? I do. I do. And also the life of Malcolm Prey. He was blessed to live into his 80s. It looks very linear. You know, I like cars. I get into the car dealership uh, world. I'm very successful there. I retire. I have a museum. And th- and that is a, a linear path. But in between there are heavy decisions, recessions, personal tragedy. When he sold everything in 1999, he was left without a purpose. A man who creates his own wealth and is at the center of decisions suddenly is sitting poolside with no one. You know, some people call that retirement like glorious, right? That's what you work for. But for him, he wanted a purpose. And so he created the Malcolm Prey Achievement Center, found his purpose, welcoming young people and giving them a bit of advice. And I think that's a great message to the veterans as well. We're starting over again. You're rebuilding your life. It's never too late, and you definitely have a purpose. You know, you are needed, and you have something to give. Yeah, you know, it's it's incredibly valuable. It's another wonderful lesson I've learned talking to people here, and that is we as human beings are really at our best when we're helping others. And I've heard this from so many people. My father went through it when he retired from his architectural firm. He found uh, the holy grail in helping others. He started a a program called Living Through Art, teaching people who had terminal illness that they could paint and draw. Uh, most of these people were not artists, and they'd never done that before. He showed them they could, 
And the great thing is all of these people were going to pass away. They all had terminal illness, but they could leave something behind for their families to remember them by, something that was really unique. So that's a secret sauce to life. And for many of us being younger, perhaps, I don't know if I could call myself younger, but uh, that if you discover this early in life, it really enriches life. What's the favorite thing about what you do there at the Malcolm Prey Achievement Center? What really brings you joy during the day? Fantastic. You know, I really get up in the morning knowing that I work for the person that comes through the door. This person is coming in, be they 9, 19, or 99, to, again, you know, look at some awesome cars and share their reflections and their connections to these cars. And I'm a teacher by trade, Mark, right? So uh, I get my teaching fixed. I salute all the teachers out there in the classroom. I want to support them and what they do in a trip like this. But also when I have, whether it's a child making an observation or a car enthusiast who really knows her or his stuff, I get to learn too. So, you know, that, how can you beat that? You can both teach and learn and create. You know, no two, two visits are exactly the same. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Knowing you for the short time that I've I've known you, Mary Kay, you're a person that loves to give back. So you figured it out a long time ago how to have a very joyous and happy life, and that was giving back. So kudos to you, and my hats off to all teachers. Uh, it's a challenging career path, uh, very noble, and uh, all of us have teachers in our past that made incredible impressions on us that still carry through. I still remember teachers from elementary school, junior high, high school, college, the ones that really stood out. Uh, that made a difference in my life. Let's talk about the many roads that you've been down. You've had a fascinating life. You've traveled the world. You've done so many interesting things, but no doubt you've run up against perhaps a challenge or two, maybe even a failure. I want you to walk us down the path of one of those. But more importantly, what did you learn from it so that you could come out on the other side in a positive way? Okay. Well, you know, as I had mentioned, we talk about circuitous paths, right? So how how our, how we travel in, in strange directions, right, to, to get to where we are. So, you know, here's a school teacher deployed to the Middle East, you know, whose mission is coordinating humanitarian assistance. And it just gets back to that quote, just start talking about what is necessary. And then talking about it, suddenly things are starting to come together, and then Iraqi children are getting heart surgery. That's incredible, right? So one challenge, now that I'm at the Malcolm Prey Achievement Center, I'm in a beautiful, beautiful location. It is absolutely gorgeous. It's in the back country of Greenwich and, and in Bedford, New York. But the challenge for our museum at the Malcolm Prey Achievement Center is transportation of all things, right? We're a car museum. <laughs> transportation is our biggest hurdle because schools, particularly the children we want to serve in economically challenged neighborhoods in New York City, Stanford, Bridgeport, they don't have the budget for school buses, Mark. I kind of took a page from Malcolm Prey's book saying, you know, you've got to show them what it looks like. So I went out and I bought a dozen hard cast uh, school buses, right, that work like a matchbox car, but much bigger. And I, I want to tell people who support us, you know what, 400 bucks enables 30 kids to get here. And as as a personal gift from myself, if anybody supports us, I'm like, boom, here, here's a bus. And it's amazing. I've heard from donors who are like, I have this thing on my desk and it's a total conversation starter. Like, why do you have a school bus on your desk? <laughs> so 
The challenge was transportation and the simple thing of buying a grown person a bus to put on their desk actually can solve the problem. Wow. You know, that's pretty cool. And having that imagery there to remind you uh, is even more interesting. Can people go online and contribute to the center there and get their own bus, if you will? Oh, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. If you go to MalcolmPreyAchievementCenter.org, there is a donate button. If we are 501c3, we're registered. So by all means, just think of making some kids day, uh, getting out of the classroom. This learning can happen outside of the classroom. And we all remember what it's like to go on a field trip. So you can make that happen for a child and have something on your desk cool to talk about. You know, th- what comes to mind here is there's all these great car shows and almost all the major Concours events have charities that they raise money for. But a lot of the smaller car shows feel like they can't really do that in some ways because they think, well, how can I compete with the Amelia's and Pebble Beaches and all these other events? But this is a great way that you could raise, I mean, $400 is not that much money. And even if you asked each of your, your people showing up for your show for five bucks, you know, the cost of a coffee these days, it wouldn't take too many cars to get to that level. And then they could then in turn, turn that around and say, look, we're contributing this to the Malcolm Prey to provide buses for kids to come and learn about cars and learn about mentorship or being mentored and, and improving their lives. So I'm going to just toss that idea out there to our listeners who put these smaller car shows on that they can contribute to in a wonderful way. It's, it's not that much money and they can help. So I'm glad you mentioned that. I'll make sure I put links on Mary Kay's show notes page here on the Cars Out website where you can go to the Malcolm Prey Center and find a way to help. I think this is absolutely brilliant. I love it. Let's take a short break. Uh, thank our sponsors real quickly and we'll be right back. My favorite collector car magazine is Keith Martin's Sports Car Market. I've been a subscriber for decades. Sports Car Market is the Wall Street Journal for the enthusiast and the collector. It's your monthly must read whether you dream of owning a collector car, have two cars, or 200. Sports Car Market has been around for 31 years and it's filled with valuable articles, intelligent write-ups, and the latest auction sales. Go to sportscarmarket.com and subscribe today. Plus, you'll get the exclusive SEM guide to restoration shops included for free. At checkout, use the code CARSYA and receive a 50% discount on your digital subscription. It's an exclusive offer from me here at Cars Yeah. I'm Mark Green, and I love Sports Car Market Magazine. Are you looking for a way to get your products or services into the ears of thousands of automotive enthusiasts around the globe? I can help. This is Mark Green here at Cars Yeah, and I'd be honored to be an influencer and ambassador for your brand in a unique and personal way. Five days a week, thousands of subscribers and listeners enjoy the Cars Yeah podcast and website. Contact me today and I'll show you how at mark at carsyeah.com or connect with me through the Cars Yeah website at carsyeah.com. If you're listening to Cars Yeah, you've probably spent some time working on your favorite ride. But how confident are you working on your finances? You may be able to rebuild a fuel injection system, but can you decipher the details of a mutual fund? If you're like me, investments, insurance, annuities, budgeting, and other financial concepts may seem a bit daunting. But what if I told you there's a book that describes these subjects and more in an easy-to-read and a very humorous way? My friend Chris Kimball, CFP, a longtime sponsor and past guest here on Cars Yeah, 
has written that book, and it's titled The Saga of Ike and Penny, A Couple's Humorous Journey Through the Confusing World of Finance. It's a fun look at things you need to know, everything from investing to effective ways to get rid of credit card debt, and it's probably the only book on finance with a VMAX on the front cover and a classic Mini Cooper on the back. The book's available at Amazon for just $10, and this book will dramatically improve the direction of your financial future. I gave copies to each of my children. All securities are through Money Concepts Capital Corp. Christopher Kimball Financial Services is not affiliated with Money Concepts Capital Corp. Get your copy, The Saga of Ike and Penny, today. All right, we are back, and I would love for you to share a story with me, Mary Kay, that instigated your personal passion for cars. Is there a pivotal moment in your life when you knew that you were indeed a car gal? I'd have to say there was kind of more of like little seeds dropping here and there. My uncle James, my mom's youngest brother, was everybody's got an uncle James. That's the cool uncle. And growing up, <laughs> growing up in the seventies, my uncle would show up at our house with a Corvette, and you know, the cool uncle. Years and years, years passed by. I had no connection to cars per se. When I met Malcolm Prey, and quite honestly, seeing this man who has this amazing collection, but He's leveraging it for good, for, for wisdom, for an experience. I was like, wow, you know, I'm looking at cars in a different way. So that for me was kind of pivotal. And as soon as you hang around cars, you're, it, it's contagious. And I knew I was a car person when I was starting to prepare for my wedding. My husband went out and bought a boat just before we got married. And I realized, hey, you know what? My life as a single person making decisions is going to turn a corner pretty soon. So if I want to get myself a quote unquote boat, I better do it soon. So I started looking, I started looking at classic cars and it, I had no car in mind, Mark. I wasn't looking for a specific car. For me, it was a matter of budget. And I live in the Hudson Valley and all the cars in my budget were like in Nebraska. So I said, Oh goodness, what am I going to do? And lo and behold, I found a 1956 Packard up in Boston Spa, which is near Saratoga, New York. And we went and we checked it out. And I was 50-50 because, Mark, I was in bride mode. Everything had to be perfect. She was a 10-footer. So my husband worked in New York City, and he was getting his car uh, fixed. And some of the mechanics were hovering around, and he said, Hey, look, look at this car I saw last weekend. And they said to him, How much do they want for this? And they started throwing numbers at my soon-to-be husband. And next thing you know, I get a phone call and he's like, what did you tell those people? Because just showing a picture of this car to the mechanics, they thought it was awesome. So we went for it. That for me is the time. Now I'm I'm definitely a car girl. Definitely. Well, definitely. You know, this is a a fantastic story. And my next question, you may have already answered the question because I ask everybody what's their first really special vehicle. Let's, Let's talk about this car a little bit more because this car has some unique uh, history about it. I understand it was featured in the Wall Street Journal. Well, it's a 1956 Packard Executive. It's a um, model that was trying to target young executives just post-World War II, right? It's not as lofty as a patrician and not as entry as, let's say, a clipper, right? It's a beast, and she's really, really big. And we just love, I'll never forget, when we brought her home and coming down the Taconic State Parkway in the Hudson Valley and having people just smile and wave 
it's our zone. You know, as a couple, we love to take her out and get ice cream on a, on a Sunday. And we, we always invite people, hey, open the door, sit in, go ahead. You know, it's meant to be shared. So, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah definitely. I think it's cool. And I understand the article uh, was written back in August of 2016 by a past Carsia guest, AJ Bame. Of course, AJ has been on the guests or on the show here twice. He's known for um, uh, Go Like Hell, uh, the book that he wrote about the Ferrari and Ford Wars. Um, the article he wrote, was a, it was called Executive Decision. Is that right? That's correct. That's correct. Loved working with AJ. He really kind of captured, you know, how we feel in the car and, and the car's importance as being kind of the, the last one before the Packard factory was shuttered in 1956. Yeah, and I'll remind our listeners, if you go to the Cars yeah website and go to Mary Kay's show notes page, you'll see a picture of she and her, her uh, husband at the time. Uh, she's in her wedding dress, and the, it's a beautiful shot, by the way. Absolutely brilliant. You'll see a picture of that car on the page. Just go to CarsYeah.com, type in Mary Kay, and she spells her name M-A-R-I-K-Y. She's the only Mary Kay spelling her name that way, so she'll be easy to find on the Cars yeah website, and you can see this beautiful car. Do you have a name for the car? Do you guys name your cars? Well, we, we got a license plate for her, and it's called Not in a Rush. <laughs> and it's, it's just that's the way we drive that car. And my husband, Erwin, has uh, put, you know, the car on the Packard website, and the fellas will chime in, beautiful. Oh, and your wife's beautiful, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you better add that. Ah, it's wonderful. It's a great story. I think it's great. Well, I'm going to get into your head a little bit here, Mary Kay, and ask you this somewhat unique question. I'll bet nobody's ever asked you this before. If you woke up tomorrow and you were manifest as a vehicle, what kind of car would you be and why? Okay. Well, unlike the majestic Regal Packard that's in our our parking lot, I'm sorry, in our garage, I think I'd probably fancy myself a Volkswagen Beetle. Okay, and why is that? I say, well, I'm a people person. I'm practical, not so fancy, but dependable. I've climbed hills in life, right? Those are cars that can get up a hill for you. Beetle is ubiquitous, right? It's been in many countries. And I think so, I have to be honest, is that uh, Beetle engine is, it, it chatters, right? It, it's garrulous. It, it'll, you'll hear it if it goes by your window. And I've been known to be a little bit of a chatterbug. So, <laughs> you know, the, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The biggest thing is you do bring a smile to everyone's face, and that's for sure. So, I think a VW Beetle suits you just fine, Mary Kay. All right, we are entering what I call the last lap. I'm going to fire off a series of questions and ask you to give our listeners some very quick blips of that Beetle throttle. So, here we go. What's one of your personal habits you believe has contributed to your many successes over the years? I like to know people's name, Mark. If I shake their hand and they say their name and it's not one I'm familiar with, I'm saying, I'm sorry, could you tell me that again? And uh, it's the first time I've ever heard that name. I, I want to make sure that I pronounce it correctly. And I might even ask somebody, what does your name mean? And just to make sure that they feel that they feel important. Yeah, that's very nice. It's a great thing to do. It's also a great technique if you're the ki kind of person, and I tend to be this way, that sometimes forgets a name immediately. It kind of sets it in stone in your skull a little bit so you don't forget that. If I could arrange for you to sit down and have a drink or a meal with anyone in the automotive industry, living or deceased, who would it be? I actually have three, and I'll be quick. Okay. A.L. Riker, 
who had electric vehicles at the turn of the century, I would want to ask him why he didn't fight harder for his electric vehicle. Then skipping up to Lee Iacocca, uh, I would want to kind of discuss with him the time in his life when he was going to school to be an engineering, and then he then he discovered that being a salesman was really what he was called to do. And at the Malcolm Prey Achievement Center, we work with kids to kind of identify their passion, but also to say, hey, you know, you can, your path can lead you to somewhere else and look at how it left him and what were the things he was thinking about at the time when he was making that leap from engineering to sales. And lastly, would love, love, love to sit down with Raymond Lowitz, definitely. Yeah, definitely. You know, you gave me a wonderful idea here that I'm going to, I'm going to add this to the questions I ask people is not only who would they sit down with, but what would they ask them? What's maybe us? Because you painted a wonderful picture there of why you want to have a meal with these people or a drink. And that's, that's the real reason behind it is why. What, what would you ask them? What's the one question that you would ask them? So fascinating. And that's, that would be a wonderful trio of gentlemen to sit down and talk with <laughs> for sure. <laughs> fascinating. How about the best automobile advice you've ever received from someone else? Okay, well, I grew up in in the eighties, and um, that is when the Mothers Against Drunk Driving and the Students Against Drunk Driving really solidified. And I think that message is so so important: don't drink and drive. That's the best advice. Um, and on the on the car collection world, is let the gal before you put her money into the restoration. That's the best advice. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Oh, I've heard that one many times too. Yeah, that's uh, that'll save you a few coins for sure. How about a resource? Is there a great resource? I kind of think I know how you're going to answer this one that people should be aware of. Yes, I, I would love to have your listeners know that the door is open and would love to have them visit the Malcolm Prey Achievement Center. Uh, just simply go to our website, give me a call, make it a stop along the way should you find yourself in New York City. There are trains that come all the way up to either Greenwich or Katona. We'll come and pick you up. But please come out and visit. Bring your family. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's a wonderful, wonderful thing you people are doing there. How about a book? Is there a book you've read you think our listeners would enjoy? Well, uh, these books uh, that I'll mention, and sorry for a book plural, but we've had these authors, uh, two, uh, two of these authors come to the Malcolm Prey Achievement Center. The first is First Black Auto, written by Henry May. Henry May is actually a descendant of C.R. Patterson, uh, who was the only African-American manufacturer of cars in Greenfield, Ohio. So Henry May has given a, a presentation on his book and his family. It's astounding. We've also had Sam Schwartz, who wrote the book, No One at the Wheel. So going from the past way into the future with the autonomous future. And uh, one I really think is amazing for your listeners, too, it's called Loving My Car, Women in the Driver's Seat. And it's by Livy Edelman. And she went across America and bumping into different women who own their own collectible car. And she photographed them. So it's kind of like a coffee table book of the women and their car and why they like their car. It's really awesome. How cool. Yeah, those are three fantastic books that you share with us today. And again, listeners, you can find links to these books. I've made it very easy for you. Go to the Cars Yow website, click on the resources tab in the top of the search bar. 
That'll take you to a page where you can click on Guest Recommended Books, where these three books and, oh gosh, about 1,600 other books are listed by my many wonderful past inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Fantastic. I should try to uh, connect with these authors and get them on the show. They sound like they'd be great guests. All right, we are up to the checkered flag here, and this last question can be a bit of a doozy. I'm going to buy you any cool collector car on the planet today, Mary Kay. Something to park in your garage, but there's a couple rules to my game, since I'm paying, that might make this a challenge for you. One is you can't sell it to buy a bunch of other cars with or buses to drive kids out to your center with. You have to keep this car, and I want you to drive it. No garage queens. But here's the tough part. It's the only one cool collector car you can have. So if you want to give up your current car, I'll buy you a new one. But if you want to keep your current car, then I don't have to write a check today, but that's okay. So what's it going to be? Well, since I love my husband so much and I love being with him in our our big old Packard, I'd have to keep my Packard. But we didn't have the Packard, let's say. Okay, yeah. I know exactly what I would want. Are you ready? I'm ready. It's a beautiful, pale peach Edsel station wagon. Edsel station wagon. Interesting. You know, so I'm assuming we're looking at something from the 50s? I would, uh, 58, 58 station wagon. I believe it's called the Villager. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 I was at a car show years ago up here in the Pacific Northwest. It doesn't occur anymore, but it was the Kirkland Concours. And they had a whole bunch of beautiful 50s station wagons, cars I didn't even know existed that were just stunning. And I believe, I'll have to go back through my pictures. I'll bet you there was one of these cars in that collection. I mean, it was just a spectacular era. And uh, I think that would be an awesome choice. 58, that was the year I was born. So I think that was a pretty good year. <laughs> and uh, I think that car would be cool. And of course, Pale Peach, one of those wonderful colors from the 50s. What's something about that car that really stands out for you that makes you love it so much? Well, one of Malcolm Prey's bits of advice of wisdom is don't be afraid to fail. And of course, the Edsel is known in the automotive word as the epic failure. But hey, you know, if you're going to fail, fail big, right? And and let's take a look at this. And why did it fail? Let's learn. I think having an Edsel is an opportunity to learn. It just speaks for itself, I think, Mark. Yeah, I think it does as well. Well, that's a fantastic choice. Beautiful car, stunning. I think you'll You'll have a lot of fun with that, that's for sure. Uh, Taking kids for rides and uh, enjoying the countryside, going for a picnic with your husband, (laughs) it'd be fantastic. I'll remind our listeners the best way to learn about Malcolm Prey Achievement Center, unless you can visit them, which I encourage you to do, is go to their website, preyachievementcenter.org. You will learn all about this wonderful organization. And if you're fortunate enough to go to the center, you get to meet Mary Kay. That is an experience you will never forget. I want to thank uh, Melanie Lillyprey. She's a past guest here on Cars yeah, for introducing me to Mary Kay. Uh, you can go back and find Lily's show here on the Cars yeah website. She has a very interesting life as well, of course, related to the Prey family, of course, all part of the big happy family there. You can find links to her show on the Cars yeah website. Fantastic. Mary Kay, thanks for being so generous today with your time and experience. Before I let you go, is there one little parting piece of wisdom you might offer our listeners before you drive off into the sunset, the rolling hills of New York in that beautiful 58 Edsel? 
Mark, I would like to thank you for this wonderful opportunity. And to all your listeners, I would like to extend them uh, the same mission we all have is that there's going to be a young person looking at your car. Invite them. Invite them towards your car. Tell them about your car, what was going on in the world during that time, what it means to you. Engage them. I think you will have an amazing positive impact on a young person beyond what you could possibly imagine. Absolutely. You will spark an interest that could become a lifelong passion like I have and so many best guests here on Cars Yeah have. So share your cars uh, if it's possible to take a kid for a ride. Uh, that would be cool too. I love what you guys are doing there, Mary Kay. Again, thank you for being so generous today with your time and, and sharing your life with us. Until you and I talk again, I'll see you down the road. Take care, Mark. You as well. Hey, Cars Yeah listeners, this is Mark Green. If you love the Cars Yeah podcast, I have something new for you. I've teamed up with Keith Martin, a collector car market expert and the editor of Sports Car Market Magazine to create the Buy, Sell, Hold podcast. Buy, Sell, Hold is the essence of collecting. Together, we take you on an educational ride into the collector car market, talking with industry experts, helping you navigate your collector car journey so you know when to buy, sell, hold. We talk with seasoned experts, who buy, sell, and hold investment vehicles, and they'll share their insider secrets on how they make their buying decisions when it comes to making these important investments. You'll find the Buy, Sell, Hold podcast on the Cars yeah! website, on the Sports Car Market website, and if you're a podcast app subscriber to Cars yeah! Buy, Sell, Hold will come right to your mobile device, just like the Cars yeah! podcast, automatically. Join Keith Martin and me on a great new venture on the Buy, Sell, Hold podcast today. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah.